happens when God says that he wants you to have a ministry, but he wants you to have it now? How do you do that? I mean, do you start going to your local churches and say, hey, God just told me I'm going to start a ministry. Like, what do you do? I mean, back in the day, that's what you had to do. You had to wait to be called. But with social media, it's just a click away and you can start your own ministry. And that is my guest, Daniel McCormick of Daniel McCormick Ministry. He actually started his ministry on Periscope and he has been growing. And it, what's so cool about what, what he's been doing is that Todd Bentley actually tuned in to one of his Periscopes. And because of it, he invited him to come up to Canada to come and experience revival that was happening. So we are so excited to have Daniel on Touch by Prayer. Welcome to Touch by Prayer, Daniel. Thank you so much for, for sharing all your stories. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Lisa. This so is, good to talk to you. Thank you for having me, and I'm honored to be here. Well, this is this is super exciting because um, what some people don't know is that Daniel is my spiritual son. So, ha-ha. <laughs> but... But, you know, it was really interesting because I've been doing Touch by Prayer for quite a while and I've been wanting to have you on. But it was like, it was just like a couple, I don't know, it was a couple weeks ago and the Lord was just like, okay, it's time for Daniel to come on. And it was like, okay, now is your time. So can we just step back into the past just for a wee bit? Yeah, of course. Okay. So when I met Daniel, you were with Circuit Riders, correct? Yeah, I was um, in, well... I wasn't with him, but I went through the trainings um, in Orlando, and then I helped staff the Kansas City one. Um, and then I got involved with uh, YWAM, and I did a fire and fragrance DTS in um, Pennsylvania, Harrisburg. And then that's kind of where we got connected was up in that scene after I got out of that. Yes. And, okay, so when I first met Daniel, ridiculously anointed. Like, I'm just going to say that for the record, just ridiculously, ridiculously anointed. And he actually married my spiritual daughter. And what was so cute is that Daniel said, if she's your spiritual daughter and we're getting married, he said, can I be your spiritual son too? And it was like the cutest, (laughs) it was the cutest, cutest thing. And it was, but it was, it was definitely something that got orchestrated because I've been watching you and I've been seeing all these things and it's just like all of a sudden it's like you got a phone call and it was like, boom, you're, you're, you're into, you've been launched into this ministry because that's basically what it happened because you you just kind of took some time off to like, he started a family and just, you know, took some time to, you know, get yourself adjusted. And then all of a sudden you, you pretty much got Mm -hmm. like that phone call. (laughs) It was a heavenly phone call, but it was a, it was a phone call. So like, I, how did you start, and what made you start going on Periscope? You know, that's an excellent question. <clears throat> and when I was in Greenville, South Carolina, um, I had a friend named Matt Van Cooper, and he told me to go on Periscope and to start watching Todd Bentley. And I said, okay. And so I downloaded Periscope, and I started watching uh, Todd Bentley on my, my iPhone 4. It could barely hold it. Uh, the program together, and if I tried to hard it up, if you know what Periscope is, if I tried to hard it up or comment, it would freeze. So I literally could just watch. And so I started watching them, um, and that's how I went on Periscope. That's how it started for me. I didn't know what it was. And um, and then from there, um, Todd would share some broadcasts to people, and that's kind of how it opened up for me. 
Okay, so when you got this phone call, it was like, <laughs> it's like, dude, dude, Todd Bentley wants me to come up to Canada. Should I go? <laughs> it's like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I will say this. Um, let me just let me get let me let me catch everybody up how we got there. Is Todd shared? Um, Todd shared some stuff uh, on Periscope, and he would share broadcast, and he shared one of this guy named Stephen Powell. Well, I actually went on there, and I was trying to make connections in the Charlotte area because I just started to receive prophetic words that my family's moving to Charlotte. And so I literally watched him, got on the broadcast, and he said, hey, I'm in Fort Mill, and I'm trying to connect with people. And that's where Todd's located. And I was like, oh, my gosh, let's connect. So I literally wrote him, and I said, bro, let's connect. And he did. He he actually was preaching um, at Fresh Fire, and he is associated with Todd Bentley. He's uh, one of his guys. And so he invited me up. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so I went up to a thing that Stephen Powell was putting on, his own ministry line of light. And I got up there. And there was this crazy connection from God. It was totally God. So I go back home in Greenville, and I'm like stirred, thinking Charlotte and all this stuff. And uh, really quickly, uh, the Lord spoke to me and said, put in a transfer for your Costco for the, the Charlotte area. And and I did. And two days later, I, it got accepted, which is crazy fast. And within that week, I literally launched out to take the new job to to provide a place and to go up there for my family to start that tr- uh, the transition uh, to the Charlotte area. And so from that, um, I built a relationship with Stephen a little bit more. Um, and now Stephen was actually in Hamilton. Um, and I guess what had happened was, and I, and I mean this, um, Todd invited everybody. There was an official invite. For every, Todd was like, everybody come, you know. But, but I guess... Todd was with Stephen, and they, they had a conversation about me or two, and he watched a Periscope or two of mine, and um, Stephen contacted me and said, bro, 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 dude, you got to come up here. And that's how it started was, bro, 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 you got to come up here. <laughs> and that's, well, you know, think about it. Like, you know, Jesus said that to, to John. Come on up here. I have some things to show you. <laughs> you know, and I think that sometimes we get that, that call. <laughs> We get that that calling from from a person, or and we know that it's coming from God, but it's like, ooh, how do I go? You know, because yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, you have to kind of weigh the the two things, and you're like, ooh, but this is like an opportunity, and and you know, what what I do love that you did is you really sought counsel, like not just one person. Like you saw yeah. many, many people until it was True. pretty much established that everybody was speaking the same language. And True. so I, and I thought that was, that was really brave of you because you could seek counsel and be like, dude, it's not your time, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or, or it could have been like, yeah, God doesn't want you to go, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, but when exactly. you're, but when you're really seeking when you're seeking for truth, then, you know, if it's no, it's no. But if it's go, then it's go. It's true. And, it is. And so can we just talk a little bit about, because 
I, I got to share this, you know, this experience with you. It's like, okay, first I have to get my passport. So it was like this crazy, crazy thing to try to get your passport. And you got your passport. Not only did you get your passport, but you raised people donated who sewed into you so that you could go in like 24 hours. It's true. Which is crazy. It's true. Well, let me just tell you, when Stephen was, uh, I was watching Todd's Periscope that night, and he's like, bro, bro, bro. So he called me, and bro, you got to come up here. He's like, bro, Todd and I have been talking about you, man, and you just need to come up here. And I was like, dude, there's no way I can go up there, period. Uh, I have a job, bro. <laughs> and so <clears throat> he's like, dude, I'm telling you, I really believe you need to, to consider this. And so I did. And I considered the impossible. I said, all right, Lord, I'm waiting for your nose. I'm just going to pray. And immediately I, I heard the Lord speak to me, and this is what he said. On day one, quit your job. And I said, Lord, if that's you, you're going to have to say it a whole lot louder than that. <laughs> and so <clears throat> over the next <clears throat> excuse me, over the next couple of days, I literally was like, okay, God, what am I doing? How is this going to happen? And I talked to Stephen again. He's like, bro, I'm telling you you got to come up here. I'm going to be back down in South Carolina, and I'll be driving up uh, again in about another five days. And so I said, Lord, I went before him and said, this is what I need. Lord, my job has to give me time off. I'm going to have to raise, raise ridiculous amount of money. I don't even have a birth certificate because my wife can't find it. I don't know where it's at either. It's just missing. Um, and I need a passport. It's all these things have to line up. And I said, if you'll do all these things, I'll go. And so I called my sister. Now, she lives in Indiana. I was born in Muncie. She doesn't live in Muncie. She's about an hour and a half away. I called my sister and said, hey, Karen, would you be willing to try to get me a birth certificate? She's like, funny you say that. I'm going to Muncie tomorrow. No problem. And so she was going to the place to get my birth certificate. The next day she got it. She didn't even send it to me until 6 p.m., she sent it to me, and it shows up the next day, first thing in the morning. I have this passport company online that I found that expedites passports. I rushed everything in the mail. Um, I shot it up there. I called for money on Periscope of all places, and all of a sudden it came in. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, Lord, what's going to happen if this gets shut down? Like, I'm going to owe a lot of people a lot of money. And um, – my boss that week was out of town, and so the, the, the assistant GM was like, oh, wait, when he gets back, he's like, I promise you, we can give you up to six weeks of vacation, you know, and leave or whatever they call it. And um, I, I wasn't there for the full year, so I didn't have paid vacation yet, but they're like, oh, there's so many programs and stuff that Costco offers. We can make it this happen for you. And I said, okay, so I was at peace about it. Well, <clears throat> my passport comes on a Monday. Stephen and I were supposed to be leaving that next Tuesday morning. Oh, I'm sorry. No, my passport didn't come on Monday. <clears throat> we are supposed to be leaving Tuesday morning. I went to talk to my boss uh, Monday, and when I spoke with him, he said, I'm really sorry, Daniel. We can't give you any time off, not even a week. And my heart sank. And I remember that day. It was an extremely hard day for me because I had to balance I called every person that's in my life that's a, a, a spiritual influence in my life who that's been walking with me, and, and everyone said the same thing. No matter what you choose, we support you, but I don't have an answer. 
And so I spent time in prayer all day long. And my biggest thing was, Lord, if I, I trust you, but my family, I have a family. How am I supposed to provide and cash and how are we supposed to do all these things and move? And I remember wrestling with God for about eight hours, nine hours. And around 8 p.m., maybe even 9 p.m., I was sitting there in tears because I was giving up. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I owe a lot of people money. My passport's going to be here tomorrow morning. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to repay it. And what have I gotten myself into? That's literally what I thought. Then all of a sudden, the manifest presence of God broke into me, and he encountered me. And I had what I call a power encounter when I just recently started having those before, but electricity shot all over inside of me. I got hit so hard with the power of God, and then all of a sudden I felt this crazy break, and the atmosphere in the entire house, it shifted to like an angelic presence. And I knew at that moment when he started to speak to me in my stomach with his power encounter that he, he was releasing me to go. And, that's what, and he reminded me, he said, I told you, you have to quit your job. And I was like, oh my gosh, he just released me to go to Canada. And so as soon as I stood up and said, yes, I'll go, my inbox went off on my Facebook and someone said, hey, brother, just want to let you know that we've got a check for you for $500. Now, I already had this stuff paid off for, but the $500 that came in, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is provision for my family. Like, I can just hand this to my wife immediately. And so there was a crazy moment when I wrestled with God all day long, and then I knew he set it up to where I would know that I knew that I knew that he was for this. And that's how, that's how it started. The next day, Stephen came over to my house, and UPS showed up at 8.30. I got my passport. Everything was accepted. It all went through in a matter of five days, and we started to head up to Canada. So what was it like to be there? Because Todd Bentley, um, I was catching some of his periscopes, and there was craziness. There was just craziness up in Canada. And you were also like in, I, I think you were in like the Buffalo area too. So you were like in New York and also in Canada or were you strictly in Canada? Just strictly in Hamilton. Okay. Um, we were in Canada. Now I did roll from Hamilton to, um, uh, to Kitchener. We were in Kitchener. Uh, Stephen and I departed for a few days to go. He had another previous speaking engagement where he was at, I literally got up there so hungry for God. And when I walked in there, I just got blasted. And I mean, I've been around the fire. I've been blasted before, but there was something special about this. Have you ever had that moment where it's like a Kairos moment you've waited for your whole life and then it happens and you're like, it can't be. Well, it started that way for me. And after a day, two, three days, my mind was blown because I started to realize that this is really what God wants me to do. And I started to receive this crazy, there was an impartation night every night that they did. And it was a perfect timing for me to go up there. They started doing these special impartations and I would get laid out. I mean, I don't, I don't fall over courtesy falls or anything like that, but I was getting blasted. I was getting filled with laughter and joy. I was filled with so much joy the entire time I was up there. I've never laughed so hard in my life, ever. I, it didn't even have to be anything spiritual. It just I would laugh because everything was just glorious. And so these impartations came. Um, the fire, the, the atmosphere, literally, I would see little balls of shooting light shooting around 
in this place. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is that? Well, I really believe it was angels, like just little balls of light shooting around. I've never seen that. The worship, um, the, the atmosphere, you could, you could go in there. People got healed just in the atmosphere every day. Like people were getting, uh, like deaf ears were opening. People could see, like all kinds of stuff in people's bodies were just being healed. And it was phenomenal. It was, now I've been around what I thought was revival. This was different. This was a structured move of God by people who were really called in a high, a high power of, of, of authority, and I was in the middle of it. And I was trapped there, and I loved it. That's cool. I remember seeing, um, I think, a periscope with uh, Todd Bentley where he was like, he was actually hugging this guy and all of a sudden this young man manifested the demon. And seriously, it took six or seven people to hold this kid back. Six or seven people to hold this kid back. And he did. He, he got rid of it. And then they hugged. And it was just, I was like, whoa, whoa. Because there was definitely something up there. There was something that was so ridiculously powerful. I remember you did a periscope with, with Stephen. You guys were doing laundry. And you guys you could barely speak because you guys were laughing so much because of the joy. I mean, it was like yeah. it was like too drunken. Now, I knew for a fact that you guys were not drunk, but you were drunk in the Holy Ghost. And But it was the funniest thing. I was like, they're, sl- they're sloshed. They're completely sloshed. <laughs> We were gone. I remember the, the laundry mat experience. Oh my gosh! That but that's was the crazy. Thing. Everywhere we went, mm-hmm. everywhere we went, it was like that. It was just the overflow. And and I wasn't up there for that demon, but I did see that the deliverance. It was uh, caught on video. Yeah, and it was. It was powerful. And when I was up there, there would be people trying to come up for prayer, and they would be starting to walk, and a demon would manifest in them, and they would start to crawl and start to cough. In Todd's heart, it was awesome because, like, people were trying to come for prayer, but this they would manifest, and this demon was trying to get him to stay. Wow. And it knew that his time was up. And, and literally, Todd said, I've had enough of this. Bring them here to me now. We're going to get them free now. Because the demon was trying to make a scene. Right. And, and he said, no, bring him here. And it was the most loving, um, kind way to do it. I mean, because no one wants to deal with demons in a way to where, like, you know, it's, it's just manifests and yeah. shows off. Yeah. But his heart was like, bring, bring her here. Freedom's now. And, and she was set radically free. And there were several people like that. It wasn't just one or two. Uh, it was a periodic thing that would happen. We just got used to it. Like, oh, someone's getting free. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, but see, that, that's my heart. That's so my heart cry. Because I yeah. personally, I hate deliverance. And I've said that many, many times on my show. I, okay. I really do. I hate it. I think it's just, ugh. And I've said, I've said to God, I'm like, Daddy, I said, can I just like tell them to go and then they just go? Like, I don't want to have to sit there and negotiate and like have to barter. And, that, you know, like, I, it's just like you out, done. Like, <laughs> that's the way it should be. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's what Jesus exactly. did. Jesus didn't have to sit there and negotiate and barter. He just said, you, go. That was it. It was like, go. Okay. You know, and so I, that's what I, I thought was really cool. And what, what was, to me, what was very interesting is because some of the controversy that, um, that Todd Bentley, and if you guys don't know who Todd Bentley is, he's an evangelist and he is just 
ridiculously on fire right now. I mean, this guy is like lighting up places left and right. So you can definitely Google him. But I will say that when you Google him, just just keep in mind that do not judge God's anointed. You can Google it and you can read about it, but you have to say, you know, that people go through stuff. Everybody goes through stuff. But, but the anointing that this man has on his life, the mantle that this man has on mm-hmm. his life, like that's what we need to fix and focus on. Like we can sit yeah. there and talk about garbage. Hey, I got garbage. You want to come look through mine? I got tons of it. But, but if, if, if somebody wants to sit there and go pick through my garbage rather than listen to, to what God is doing in my life, well, then, then they're just going to stay in the dumpster. And I think that that's part of the problem is that, you know, God so beautifully took Todd into such a place of, that the, the focus could be on who God created him to be. And I, and I thought that, I thought that was really, I thought it was really beautiful. So I, I felt you know, it was like a place of redemption, quite honestly. I just, want, I just want to share that because I was up there whenever Todd gave one of his most raw, real, realist moments ever. And, and, you know, it doesn't matter what he did in the past. Right. Um, I, I just know that my heart broke with the vulnerability that he preached out of, <clears throat> talking about how he was in top of the world, and it all came crumbling down. But the thing that admired me the most is that he said, you know what? Let's run again. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get up, and let's, let's – I mean, the world at this point was not happy with him. Um, but he, he literally said, I'll continue to walk with you, God. And his vulnerability to share everything that he did, all the wrong that happened with, I'm not saying him, but just everyone in general, to be rejected on the, the, the level, to face that rejection, I have no idea how he even made it. I really don't. But my heart broke as he preached this crazy message. I'm telling you, everybody got saved again. I was in tears. I mean, I, w- I, w- I was so for him. I mean, my lip <laughs> quivered the whole time. My, my eyes just were floodgates. And he gave the most vulnerable, powerful testimony. And I'm telling you what, if, if you don't know him, you got to understand, like, who he is now is who he was then, okay? Mm. But the, the amazing thing is, is how much authority, the power that he has, to stand up there, and I'm going to tell you what God is all, all over him yeah, I agree. on his side, a hundred and fifty percent. And there was a word that was given by Bob Jones that said, um, "Yeah, uh, Todd Bentley and Sean Bowles yes. are the two that that the church is going to flourish into to be like." I yes. mean, that's the number one and two, or the one and one, yes. or whatever you want to say for us to grow into be and the anointing, and it's it's amazing. Well, and so, I, I definitely agree with Deshaun Bolsing after experiencing him give my daughter a word that just blew my mind. I mean, he, <laughs> he called her out by name. He called her out by her real name, which is Samantha, called her Sam. He said it's Sam, but it's a girl like Samantha. He spelt out our last name, P-E-R-N-A, Perna. Um, he talked, he called out our dog. Elvis, Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he talked and, and he described her to a T. He just described her to a T. So it was amazing. like, it, it truly was, it was truly amazing. And I was so ridiculously blessed by it, but this is the excitement of it is 
that what I saw him do, I was like, huh, that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Like, that's the <laughs> next prophetic. And, and the thing about, you know, Todd Bentley. Okay, so what I, what I saw as you were talking about it, I saw David. He's David. He's just David. Like, David made a huge mistake. He had an affair. He was, you know, like, seriously, he was with Bathsheba. I mean, and he, and he lost his son, and he had somebody killed. And, I mean, but, but, but yeah. God said that David was a man after his own heart. Come on. Mm -hmm. That there was never a king that was more powerful than King David. They still talk about King David. They still talk about him. That he was the right. he was the most powerful, most righteous king. And he still had stuff. But his heart, see, his heart was always for the Lord. And when he did You're something, right. he repented. And see, that's <laughs> the key. See, it doesn't matter what we do. It's about what we do after we do it that we repent, we ask for forgiveness, and then we move forward. God doesn't want us sitting in a box. We don't have to sit so in the true. corner with the dunce hat. Jesus took care of that. So we just say we're sorry, and we get back up and start moving again because his calling is calling him. And I think that just being in that atmosphere of just seeing how God can restore, because if you look at the people that you saw they, they were all restored into who God created them to be. Yep. That, to me, is, is so ridiculously powerful. But speaking of power, like that little segue? <laughs> speaking of power, your periscopes, Daniel, are off the charts. Like, people are getting healed from periscope, correct? Yeah, they are getting healed through Paris. And they're getting blasted because people are like writing. They're like, oh, my gosh, I feel the glory. I can almost hear. <laughs> I can hear the laughter. I can hear the joy. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're like having a Holy Ghost party on Periscope. <laughs> yeah, you know, <clears throat> I'll say this. Um, I, I just want to hit on this real quick. There's sure. two things. It's not about how good we are, because if it was, then we would have to live under the 613 laws. See, yes. When Christ died, he died for freedom. He set us free from that. You know, so there's a freedom for us to wholeheartedly want, run. And John in John 1 said, little children, my, my dear children, if you do sin, not when you sin. We're not a bunch of sinners. Right. We're sons and daughters out here. Okay? And so we're moving forward, and we're, we're running this race. And, and that's the thing is, is most of the time is— we can apply the Father's heart and His love, and there's, it says where sin abounds, grace abounds so much more every single time, in every situation, in every life. And, <clears throat> excuse me, throat. Um, but that's, that's what was hard for me, Lisa, to come out of where I was, because I was like, I'm so unqualified, God, you know, like, why me? Why now? You know, I was just sitting in the wilderness. I was, you know, just hanging out, <laughs> like, wishing and wondering when it's going to happen. Because it's, it's what I've always wanted to do. It's and what you so were called I to do. That, I got that word. What's that? It was what you were called to do. It, it's true. Yeah. It's true. It, and so I got the word to get Periscope from that. I got up there. I came back. And I was Periscoping before I went up there. I was Periscoping during it. But it's true. Uh, Periscope, Facebook, Twitter, anything that you can get your face onto to where people can tangibly see you, especially if you're live and they can interact, is one of the most amazing ways. And I feel led to tell you this. I didn't have a phone to Periscope. I had a 4S and it was busted. Um, 
And so when I was when I moved up here, I needed a phone to periscope. And I said, Lord, if you really want me to periscope, I need you to give me a phone. Well, I, I was laying down in a dark room, and I saw two hands come out and was tossing an iPhone back and forth. And I heard, do you want it? I was like, yeah. An hour later, I made a phone call, and I had a brand-new iPhone, which I'm currently on right now. And that's how I knew I was supposed to start periscoping. And so that's how, that's how I did it. Steven's like, bro, start periscoping. I'm telling you, periscope. And so I started to build on the platform and Periscope, uh, not seeking anything, just trying to, hey, if anybody wants to listen to anything I got to say, uh, here it is. And, and from that, it has moved out to be a lot of prophetic, a lot of people. I mean, here's some of the healing miracles. Left, left deaf ear, left blind eye. Um, there was a tumor that was reported in a doctor a father had a tumor. It was completely disappeared after we prayed for him. He went to the doctor. It was completely gone. Um, <clears throat> so many people have reported about this, things in their body. The Lord will give me, like, words of knowledge and stuff for certain people. Uh, the other one the other day was from the right knee. Uh, it was a soccer injury, and it goes down into your right leg. And somebody said, that's me, and I prayed for him. They said that happened 10 years ago. We prayed for fire. Fire came. They got touched. So, like, no more pain. And so, like, people are getting touched through this thing um, all the time. And it's, it's absolutely crazy how many people... I had people write me earlier today uh, in, on my website, and people inbox me where yesterday. Uh, just the testimonies are crazy of how people are getting touched. And the thing that blows me away is, is what's happening to them while we're just periscoping, because they're getting blasted. I mean, everybody... There's a tangible presence that's coming through Periscope, um, and we're all getting hammered. Like the other day, I couldn't even talk. I got so and and I don't I don't fake manifest. I'm not into that stuff. I'm not trying to be a spectacle for Jesus, but sometimes he makes me a spectacle, and I got so hammered because he told me to do a prophetic teaching scope, and I was doing an impartation, and I couldn't even do the impartation because I was I was so drunk in the spirit, and so many people got so touched. Um, it was wild. People had mantle, mantles were coming over people. Uh, fire was touching people. People were literally crying. They said that they were shaking. And I'm like, this is through Periscope. That's awesome. You know, it's yeah. funny. I was thinking about you today, Daniel, and I because I was watching your Periscope last night, or as you like to say, scope. What's up, scope? <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I was watching it last night, and I was and I was like listening to you, and I was listening to some of the things that you were saying, and I was like, you know who you remind me of? And I don't know him well, but I did get to see him before he went on to be with the Lord, and it was R. W. Shambach. That's who I see you as. Wow. And for people who don't know who he is, he was an American televangelist. He was a pastor, a faith healer, and an author. He had television programs, but this guy used to go out and do tent revival meetings, which were like <laughs> crazy. I mean, people were getting healed left and right. He just, he didn't pay any attention to the devil. He just like, he got rid of demons. He just like, he just was about business. He was all about business, and he was as gruff and tough, and he was like, you know, glory and uh, fire. And, I mean, he just was like, he didn't care. He just, like, he just, like, put it all out there, and he did what he needed to do and said what he needed to said. But there was such a power in what he said. There was such a power, and I believe that you're stepping into that. I believe that's because I, I was really thinking about it, and I'm like, who does he remind me of? And that's who I saw. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. So, Thank yeah. you. 
So, and, and I think that it's, it's kind of funny because Periscope, you know, we're living in this day and age where we can have video so easily accessible. You know, people tell evangelists had to pay big money to go out and to get television studios or to even get a, a camera to do stuff. I mean, now, you know, you, you need an iPhone. <laughs> you know, it, it, it really cuts down on expenses. Right. <laughs> you know, but yet you can still have that same power and that same that same authority because people I mean, look at the 700 Club, you know, they yep. call stuff out and people have gotten healed just from watching TV. And they're not they're, they're, they're not like you be healed in Jesus. I mean, they're not like that. They're more like the Lord is saying that you're going to be healed. I mean, they're just so like they downplay it so much, but it's like. Not not downplay that God's not going to do it, but they don't have to get all like up in your face about it. And and people get healed because it's like God just is going to use whatever means he can. And I just think it's so I think it's so cool. And, that, and the other thing, too, is you're prophetic. You're pro, you got to see like some of the stuff. If you guys haven't ever had a chance, you definitely have to check into um, into Periscope. And, um. There is a um, there is something so extremely powerful about your your periscopes, and so if you haven't checked it out, can you just tell people what the um, what the actual link is, how they can connect with you? Sure, no problem. Um, if if you want to connect with me, um, you know through Facebook or Periscope or whatever, it's just search my name. You just Daniel McCormick. Um, if you go to Periscope, just download the app, and there's a search bar and search for people. Just type in Daniel McCormick, and, I, and I'm the first one that comes up. Um, and there's a picture of me and my little boy. And then the same thing with my Facebook. There's a picture of me and my little boy as well. Um, but you could find me through either or. Um, or you can go to DanielMcCormickMinistries.com and click there. And I've got a link to all of my social media um, pages and stuff through there as well. Okay. So I, I also have a question for you because you have like, just going back because, you know, you kind of talked about your YWAM experience and um, your circuit writing training and all that stuff that you did. Are you thinking about going to the mission fields in the future? Uh, well, I'm actually, I know I'm called to the nation mm-hmm. and I, I, I definitely want to go. Just, um, I've, I've actually started to receive in invitations and, um, I guess I'm just kind of waiting on the right time, to be mm-hmm. honest. And, um, you know, I would like to connect with the team to go out there. Or, um, but I, I've been given opportunities already, uh, Africa especially, and um, uh, that one's all over the radar. I could probably step into that, honestly, at any time. Um, but, no, I, I do want to go to the nations. My heart really I, – I think, I think I'd probably live for the first time in my life if I can get in front of, like, those people over there and just preach love to them and just to pray for them, to, to walk with them, to, to hang out with their children, the kids. I just, that's, that's really what my heart is for is, is to really go out to the nations to, to preach love, to love them, to encourage them, uh, definitely to see the power of God and, and healings. I, I love when people get healed. I love to, to co-labor with the Holy Spirit when there's healings taking place. And, and that's really where my heart lies. It's, it's, it's there, truly, in the nation. Um, but my first assignment, and I know that's from heaven, is to revive America. Yes. And, and that's, that's my heart cry right now, is America. 
and that we could see America just burn with God again, and and for the real love of God to really be made manifest uh, to this generation. It's it's such a broken generation, and 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 a lot of people you could look at it any way, but let's just look at it the good way. There's so many people that doubt God, and it gives them such an opportunity to show up and show off, and He has and He is. And if you've not been seeing it, get ready. It's coming to you soon. And uh, I really believe in the next six months, America's going to be, like, flipped upside down, and revival fire is going to pour everywhere. You're going to hear about people's names who you've never heard of. You're, you, you don't know who they are, and they don't have a name. They're not anybody special. Um, it's not about big names or this or that. Honestly, it's just the Lord's going to pour His Spirit out to, simple, to people who simply say yes, and it's going to be awesome. And America's going to get hit with the love of God, and it's going to blow up. It's going to be awesome. And and I really believe after that there's going to be a movement to where people are saying, yes, I'm going to the nations. And uh, that's just truly what I believe. I, and, and I um, agree with you. Um, you know, it's very funny because I see, like, like in the— you know, in the 60s and 70s, you had hippies, you know, make love, not war kind of thing. But yes. during that same time, there was the, the Jesus movement. Um, mm-hmm. And I believe that that we're, we're going to re- see a resurgence of this, definitely with um, like the hippies. But these are like new age hippies. <laughs> and <laughs> these are these are kids who are so on fire for Jesus. But the, the difference is that they are going to be able to walk with the authority, with the identity, and with the power that was never seen before. Amen. That's going to be the difference. See, and I completely I, agree. Yeah, and I just feel like, you know, because of YouTube videos, because of Periscope, because of Twitter, because of, you know, Facebook Live, because of YouTube, because of all these different things, Instagram. Because of all these social medias, people are starting to see things. People are starting to see things happening. They're starting to see healings. They're starting to see deliverance. They're starting to see people rise from the dead. I mean, Todd Bentley prayed over a guy in India, I believe, right? And he rose from the dead. Three people. Three people. Excuse me. So three people. Three. But but that's over, that's over there. That's overseas because we're not ready right. yet. We're not ready. And I have been, and it's interesting because, you know, I have I have prayed for for people in hospitals. I pray for people in comas, and and two of the people that were in comas woke up. But wow, yeah, I mean it's crazy because well, you know that it's God says oh, you know pray for this person. Okay, so I pray, <laughs> I just pray, you know, I just pray in the Holy Spirit, and then all of a sudden you hear wake up, time to wake up, and you're like okay, and then you see something, and you're like, and you, and you get kind of transported. And it's like, holy moly, like God is doing something. He is doing something mm-hmm. different. And it's really interesting because um, I, somebody just texted me and they said that they actually have, hold on a second. I'm getting prophetic words for you, Daniel. So this is like a first. This is so much fun. Okay. It says, I see him having training camps, training centers for missions. Then, then when we were talking about America, it's going to spill all over from America onto the nations. I see God pouring into you, and meaning you, Daniel, and it's an overflowing where it's spilling over to others. So that is for you. Wow. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Training camp. Yeah. How about that? Well, because that's the thing. 
See, it, you know, we, we start off, <laughs> we start off as just followers and then, then all of a sudden God starts to teach us stuff. So then we start teaching what he taught us. So then we kind of become teachers. Then he starts telling us and we start sharing the stuff that he tells stuff. And so then we start becoming prophets and then, <laughs> and then he gives us his heart and then we start loving people and then we become mommies and daddies. And so then we become mm-hmm. fathers and mothers and then we, we start becoming apostles. That's pretty much how it works. That's the fivefold ministry. <laughs> you yeah. Know? But it's but it's in the it's in the intimacy with the father. That's where it comes from. You're right. You know, and and it's interesting because you know, some people will always be stronger in certain of their giftings because I just believe that, you know, God's like, you know, you're really good at that. I think I'm going to let you keep that. So, I'm just going to keep expanding on that. We're just going to give you some more so that you can really kind of because you do that well, because you operate yeah. in it perfectly. And, and I think that's, that's going to be what you were talking about, where people were coming out. These are people who have been trained. And I feel that there are so many people who are like, where, when in the Bible, you know, King Saul wanted to kill David, who was going to be the next king. And so David was hiding in the caves. And it was in that hiding place that God was refining his heart. And he was really talking to him and telling him that it's okay that you're in the cave because eventually you're coming out of the cave. And when you come out of the cave, you're going to be the king. And I think that's, that's what's happening right now. What were you going to say? Yeah, I just, I said, amen. Yeah. It's it's so, it's true. It's true for me. (laughs) Yeah. You're out of the cave. (laughs) No longer a cave dweller. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, you know, when you go back to those places, when you go back to those places of, of, of turmoil and stuff where you had to dig in deeper into the father, like some of those intimate times that you spent with him crying out to him and asking him and really praying, like if you didn't have to go through that hardship, you, you wouldn't have seen him move so mightily. So true. And I think that's well, the big thing. Go ahead. No, that, that's what I've realized is, <clears throat> you know, the, the Word of God says, you will have trials and tribulations. And I feel like a lot of people think that Jesus died for them to have a good day. Well, that's not true. But the fact that He did die for you every day with Jesus should be a good day. And so what we have to really understand <clears throat> is Peter talks about you're going to go through fiery trials to where you're going to be... Um, developed, your perseverance and the character is going to come forth, and he's going to make you who you're supposed to be the whole time. The thing is, is a lot of times we feel like it's too much, we don't know what's going on, but we forgot this is what we asked for. Mm-hmm. Like, any time you said yes to him once, or if someone preached and said, um, do you want to go to the nations? If you said once yes, I promise you, he did not forget. And he's like, oh, mark their heart, stamp. You know, because he's looking for laborers. He's, he's looking for harvesters. And um, I think the biggest thing is when you go through the fire, because I've been through the fire a lot my whole life, with God and not with God, um, the, a lot of fiery trials. But when you go through trials and when you go through the things, I don't know how I'd be able to be the person I am unless I actually went through those things. And honestly, he will take you, he will bless you, and then he will break you. That's what he did to his son. That's what he does to us. 
and he's talking to us so we can become uh, completely dead to ourselves and, and let Christ, the Spirit of Christ himself, which God said in Colossians, the Father says he was pleased to live in the fullness in his Son. And a few verses later, it says Christ was pleased to live in us. And so it pleased the Father in all of his fullness to live inside of you. And he set it up that way on purpose so that we can live he can live inside of us. In him I live, move, and have my being. Christ in me is the hope of glory. And so we get a co-labor with him. But that, those trials, those fiery trials, the, the storms, that's what develops you. That's what really hits uh, the, the, the button. If there's a button, that's the button where you go into to where you, you really develop. And it could look like you're falling apart completely, but that's when you're growing the most. And if you don't give up, you're still passing the test. I just want to say that as long as you choose not to quit, you're still passing. Because there's so you know, you can't you can't miss it with God. He he can come to you on every level. Uh, once he told me he's like I was like, Lord, I feel like I've made so many mistakes, uh, like alphabet A through Z, uh, like I've missed my opportunity A through Z. He's like, Don't worry, you know. There's the Greek, there's the Hebrew. You know, and he was telling me, he's like, there's all these other alphabets that you can, you can try to run and just come to me. You can't screw it up. You can't screw up your life with God as long as you'll just continue to run or as long as you'll continue to start to walk towards him in some manner. So the best way that I've learned in the fiery trials to, to honestly get it over quicker, because <laughs> uh, I don't know who wants to sit there and, and go through turmoil all the time. I don't. I really don't. I I just, I don't want it. But when I'm in it, I've realized that the best thing to do is just to say, I surrender. Amen. Amen. Help me. (laughs) Help me so I can pass this test. Help me to die. If you want to break me in another level, I need you to let me know where, and I need you to let me know how. And please, just break it, and let's get on with it. And, you know, that's, that's what he does. Well, you know, it's interesting, you know, if you think about if somebody falls into the, into the ocean, you know, and they start panicking and, and so if somebody goes out to go and help them, that if you are not trained properly, the person can drown you as well. And so, so what's true. interesting is they grab you around the neck almost incapacitating you to drag your butt to safety. And I th- and that was one of the things is that's so cool. As I was thinking, as you were kind of explaining that, it's like, listen, when you stop flailing in the ocean, Jesus will put his arm around your neck and he'll start being able to, he'll start to take you to shore. So true. Because he can, if you're flailing, then he, he's not going to be able to help you. He can't help you. He has to wait. You have to stop. You have to surrender. And I think that's such a key point because... We get so frustrated, you know, where um, I, I'm such a movie buff. And, and so I love the movie Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And one of the characters in Willy Wonka and the, and the Chocolate Factory is Veruca Salt. And Veruca Salt wants it now. She wants everything now. <laughs> I want it now, Daddy. Give it to me now. And it's interesting because it was th- the whole story about Willy Wonka were all these characteristics that were just not good and one of them is about demanding something now 
And it and it's also um, a, a a spirit of entitlement that you want something mm-hmm. now. And you know, and not you're you're so right. And and this is where my heart burns. Like titles, <laughs> I see everybody now is either an apostle or a prophet. Yep. Everybody wants the power, the title of it, but I don't. <clears throat> I don't see. Excuse me. And I don't have a problem if you really are an apostle or prophet. I mean, my gosh, come on. That, that's the Lord's call on your life. I mean, if that's really true. But, but I, I, I've seen it so many times where people are like, now they're the master prophet. I'm like, what the, what's the master prophet? Right. Oh, it's just step above the regular prophet. And, oh. and you know, like <clears throat> the, the entitlement thing, it'll actually cripple you because your identity will come into a place of an office instead of your father. Oh, that's so and good. So, and I don't have a problem. Listen, if you're an apostle, oh my gosh, bless you. Please keep burning for God. If you're a prophet, oh my gosh, really bless you, because I understand the walk. It's brutal. But if you really are called, let's just be sons and daughters, because our titles go away. Prophecy goes away. There's only one thing that remains when it's all said and done, and it's love. Yep. Did we all learn to love? Did we love well? Did we become love? Did we become his word? That's what's on my heart. That's what he wants. That's that's the gospel. Is is did we learn to truly love? And and so titles I, I personally I already had identity. The only reason I can speak this is <clears throat> four or five years ago I had identity in a gifting. Oh my gosh, and it was terrible. <clears throat> if I couldn't give a prophetic word or if I prayed for somebody they didn't get healed. I actually thought that there was something wrong with me, that I had some type of hidden sin. And so the Lord was gracious with me for a while, but I, I didn't get into the intimate place with Him. So He actually shut my gifting down, and I went into the wilderness. And that's the only reason I know um, to even see in that area is because that's unfortunately what happened to me. And so I don't, <laughs> I don't care for the entitlements. Um, I don't care to be recognized in anything like that. And, and I think a lot of the people in the church today uh, are really coming into that, like sons and daughters. Yes. You know, we're, we're sons and we're daughters. That's right. And we just love. Yeah. And, and I believe that's the movement, is sons and daughters, kings and queens, rising up, taking the authority, and just taking the, the mandate of love. Well, that's been, that's been daddy's heart. Like, I, you know, I started to do these Facebook Live things um, because of the word that Sean Bowles gave my daughter that she loved well. And it's mm. like, okay, so we need to learn how to lo- If she can love well and she doesn't, like, spend hours and talking to God and, and praying and, and listening to Christian music and reading books and talking <laughs> to other Christian yep. people and watching, <laughs> you know, and like inundated 24 seven with Christianity, but yet she can love well. Well, guess what? I need to love better. And mm-hmm. so the Lord really started to talk to me about loving, but see, I think what you're tipping on is being a son and daughter, the identity. Most people don't understand that. There, it, we have an identity crisis in the church. We have a huge identity crisis. And, it's, and see, we think that the titles are going to form our identity, but our identity is in the Father. That's, that's the difference. When we start to know who He is and how He sees us, 
then we don't really worry about that stuff. I mean, I believe, you know, I, I was like you. I, I had a serious issue with titles. I'm like, I just want to be called daughter. I'm good with that. I don't need anything yep. else. I'm a daughter who's about <laughs> my daddy's business. But yeah. but the Lord really talked to me about that that if if titles weren't important and offices weren't important, he wouldn't have had them in the Bible. It's so true. So so there is an importance to them. But this is what he said to me. He said, Lisa, you can't just wake up one day and decide to be a prophet. True. <laughs> you, you, you know, prophets are called by God. Any type of a, a, a position, God calls. But see, we go back to that verse. It says that many are called, but few are chosen, right? Yeah. Okay. So in that, everybody thinks, well, God only chooses certain people. No, no, no. I think we misunderstand that. And, and I've said this before, but, you know, I think many are called, but few choose to go. That's where I think we have uh, a disconnect. I, I couldn't agree with you more because Reinhardt Bonnke, when he got his mantle, <clears throat> excuse me, I believe it was Reinhardt Bonnke who said, the Lord told him that six or seven men, six or seven other men passed up this opportunity. Wow. Maybe it was more, six, seven, eight, nine, somewhere in there. I, maybe I'm off, but the fact that God tried to offer this anointing from Reinhardt to others and they wouldn't take the call, and Reinhardt decided and said yes and sold out and surrendered, how many more of it li- is it like that? Right. It's, it's probably everywhere. Well, and, and you know, well, let's, let's go back to what you're doing. Let's go back to the Periscope, you know, like— Anybody could do Periscope, right? Anybody. And so, and people can sit there and they can give their words and they can do this. But what happens is if it's not filling you, then you stop doing it. That the anointing isn't there anymore. That you just run out of things to say. And eventually Uh you tire of it. And eventually you stop. But when you are steadfast when you are fixed and focused, when you feel that this is what you need to do, then you consistently do it. And if, you, if God can trust you in the small, he'll give you the large. So I think that yeah. like what, this, what Periscope is doing is it's, is it's really God, the Holy Spirit is really teaching you about church, but you're just getting, you're getting a worldwide church as opposed to like a, a 25 seat. <laughs> you know what i mean like hey people can say hey i got a church and there's 25 people and i see the same 25 people every single day and that's awesome that is awesome but imagine if you can have 25 new people every day think about the impact you can have and i think that's what god is doing i believe that he is saying that that the walls have contained his anointing and so internet just allows it to flow. Yep. And I think that's what you're doing. So let me just ask you just so in addition to Periscope, I know that you have been doing some traveling and if people would like to sew into what you're doing, they can also go to your website. They can go to Daniel McCormick. Is it .org or .com? It's Daniel McCormick Ministries.com. Okay. And there, and so if you're interested in finding out where Daniel is, there's also, I believe there's um somebody can message you if they if they have a prayer request is that correct yeah absolutely um what i try to do is i try to make myself um as approachable as possible 
And so you can find me on Facebook. You can inbox me. You can go on Periscope and, and talk to me through there. You can go to my website, go to the bottom, and there's a um, request form where you can send out. Um, and you can write me. It goes straight to my email. I get those, and I reply to those. Um, those are the top three ways to get in touch with me. Um, but if you really want to get in touch with me, it's DanielMcCormickMinistries.com. And just feel free to write me. Say, hey, uh, from, from your spiritual mommy show, you know, Lisa's show, Touched by Prayer. Um, and, and I'll contact you as soon as I can. And I, I, I always contact everybody back. And, um, and I do. I'll pray, I'll pray for people. And sometimes um, I'll even take it a step further, and I'll call them on the phone if I feel like I need to. And, you know, just to, whatever I can do to, to help bless the body and um, just to, to meet them where they are. Because, you know, there are times in my life where I, I didn't have that. And it's so important to have. Like, you know, people who are anointed, <clears throat> I, think the, I think just because the lack of identity the church has, they feel like there's something special or these people are above anybody, but there's nothing different between me and you or you and me. We're sons, we're daughters, period. And, and if I could pray for you and you can be blessed, then I would love to, to encourage you however I can, um, uh, just to, to whatever, if you just want to connect and say hi. So, so please feel free to contact me. And I'm not going to put you on the spot, but I am going to put you on the spot. So I just wanted you to, um, I don't know if you had any word of knowledge for anybody who might be listening. I didn't know if anything popped into your spirit, which I've never done this before. Do you know that? Out of the um, two and a half years I've been doing Touched by Prayer, I've never, ever done that. I feel like I'm on the 700 Club. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I, I didn't ask God for words of knowledge, but... Uh-huh. Uh, spirit is always ready, so let me just ask if there's sure. anything. Are, are we are we live now? Yes, we right are now? live. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Holy Spirit, is there anything you want to say to anybody? I feel like somebody has a back, um, almost like severe severe pain, uh, almost the word trauma, like in their back. Um, God, I just, I, I pray right now and I command, um, the spirit of infirmity to loose them now. I feel like it's a man, loose him in Jesus name, fire of God come over right now over this person's back. And I command every piece and part to be fully healed. There's someone's right ankle. I feel like there was a bad break. Um, and I feel like there's times when it really gives you problems. Um, maybe it's just even recently broken. Holy spirit, I pray fire and, and, full healing now, the kingdom of heaven. In the kingdom of heaven, there is no pain, there's no sickness, there's no brokenness. So we release the kingdom right now over this person's complete ankle, and I command it for full alignment right now in Jesus' name. That's good. There's somebody, I'm seeing a lady, there's a lady on here, um, something to do with glasses, Um, and I think, Father, I, I pray right now that you would fully heal her eyes right now in Jesus' name. I feel like they're kind of sick. I feel like they give you problems. Your eyes, your... <clears throat> I feel like the doctors are recently... You're, you're scared that your vision's going out. I just break that lie, and I thank you, Holy Spirit, for restoring vision right now, fullness in Jesus' name to come through right now. Power and fire over you. Just take it. Power of God <laughs> right now into you, over you, and take it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. Um, I also have to say that I did hear that there was uh, somebody who's struggling with confusion 
Um, and I just wanted to say that God has given you um, a Christ-like mind. And I just break the spirit of confusion that's been over you that you've just trying to, you know, are you hearing him? You are hearing him. You are hearing him so well. You are hearing him so well. So, you know, you can start journaling. You can just start writing down the stuff that you're hearing and, and send it to some people. Send it to some people who really do hear from the Father. You're going to be so surprised when you actually start to see that you are hearing him. And I also feel that there is a, a person who is just, they're, they're listening because they just wanted to to hear. And I just hear that the Lord is saying that you are about to be upgraded, that you're about to be stepping into what you have been called to do, that there's no more sitting on the sidelines for you, but God is about to start promoting you. And he's about to start moving you into the place where you can start being utilized. And I just hear the Lord just saying that he is giving you all the tools necessary, but all you have to do is just start walking in faith. And he said he is going to supply. He's going to supply the word of knowledge. He's going to supply the vision. He's going to supply everything that you need. So you don't, you're not walking out by yourself, but it's something inside of you that you've been, you've been really questioning. And the Lord is saying that it is your time. It is your time to move. And I also just want to pray one more thing. And that is just, I want to pray for identity. So if you do not, not know who you are in Christ, if you do not know yourself as son and daughter, I just release, I just release right now in the name of Jesus, I just release identity. And I just say, Father, that you just break open those those divisions that people yes, have been Lord. having in their heads. I just speak yes, into understanding. I, I break any kind of hardened hearts against any kind of parental figures. I just break that. I also break the spirit of religion off of you right now, that you are not a religion. You are not a church, but you are a son or a daughter. And so I just speak identity into you in in Jesus' name. Ooh, that was fun. I've never done Come that on, before. Come on, amen. <laughs> <laughs> little, little prophecy, huh? That was, a, that was kind of fun. I've never done that before. I mean, I, I've, I've spoken of, over people who have been on my show, you know, but I've mm-hmm. never uh, I've never done that. But I definitely that was really interesting because, you know, when, when you start to move and you just allow God because... You know, it's, it's kind of scary, you know, like I, I've done with, um, oh, and uh, I'm just going to do a couple plugs real quick, if that's okay. So sure. Jesse Berkey is doing his Vim with his beautiful wife, Kara. And he has uh, Nate Johnson, who is awesome. He is actually from Australia. So it's going to be on Friday night. If you guys haven't checked him out, it is called Vim. Let me see if I can actually find the video interactive ministry. He is awesome. Um, let me see if I can just find this real quick. So you guys can go to his website. I think it's jessieberkey.com, I believe is what it is. Let me just make sure. Um, so that, let's see. You're going to go to Jesse Berkey. Go to his webpage. You can also go to Jesse Berkey Webinar Ninja. Oh, there's like so much stuff. You're probably better off just going to Jesse Berkey. You can also find it. I'll put it up on my Touch by Prayer so you can check it out. Also, check out Praying Medic. Praying Medic has been doing videos about traveling in the spirit. So you definitely want to go and check out David Joseph on Facebook and you'll see some of his stuff. He's done some Facebook Live videos that have been incredible. Um, There are some new books. Michael King has just released a new book on Kindle. It's called Feathers from Heaven. So you definitely want to go and check that out on Amazon, which is super, super cool. 
Um, I'm just trying to see if there's anything else. Definitely, if you guys like the people that you have heard on Touch by Prayer, remember to connect with them. We're working on our website, and hopefully, God willing, we will have it up. Just to let you know, next week, uh, Jesse Berkey is interviewing me for a special Touch by Prayer, and it's all about me. So if you've ever wanted to know how I got here, guess you're going to find out. Daniel, this has been so much fun. Are you still there? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just rattling, but all of a sudden I felt like, nope, I have to plug these people. So that's what I did. No, um, you're good. Uh, also, if you guys want to connect with Daniel, you can connect with him with danielmccormickministries.com. Is that correct? Yep, that's correct. Okay, and you can also find him on Periscope. You can find him on Facebook. So definitely send him an email. And if anybody received that healing, please let us know on Touch by Prayer because I would love just to encourage those who've been listening that God is working even on a rebroadcasted show. How about that? And, and I also want to say, like, if, if you didn't get called out and you've been struggling with some type of pain, doesn't matter how big or small or, or cancer or anything, um, you know, feel free to write. And um, I'd love to pray for you. Absolutely. So thank you so much. I hope to, uh, to have you come back on, especially after you do uh, some traveling to Africa. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> I, th- I, thought it was, uh, I thought it was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for, for coming on the show and spending time with us. I'm so honored. Thank you so much for having me, Lisa. I love you. I love you too. Thank you guys for listening. I hope that you have been blessed. Just remember to go out and touch someone. Good night.